Hello and welcome to the Becoming Your Highest Self podcast. I'm your host, Macy Renee, and we are going on a journey together, my friend. If you've been looking for a podcast geared towards your growth, self-awareness, navigating your brain's daily mind drama, and deep inner work to become your highest and best self, you are in the perfect place. Let's get started. Good morning. Welcome back to another episode of Becoming Your Highest Self podcast. You're listening to Bonus Week to celebrate the accomplishment of hitting 100,000 downloads. Thanks to all of you. And a special bonus of being able to join the Equipped Society program with a payment plan, which is not usually the case. So I hope that if money has been your roadblock in getting to the next level, that you're able to take advantage of this special opportunity and that I will get to meet you and get to know you. So today we're actually going to be talking about like being able to stay grounded in the importance of being grounded in our body, especially if you come from a background of a lot of trauma, a lot of hardship, challenges within your life. What I find for most of my clients is that in some way, um, my clients have experienced something that they've, you know, experienced trauma around, even if it was what they would consider small. So a lot of times, either my clients come to me with a lot of trauma and they've had years of therapy Or they come to me and they're like, you know, I don't like to call this trauma because I, I, it wasn't super severe, but it did impact my life and I see it showing up in how I show up with my kids, even though it's not like this terrible thing, it's still showing up. And the thing that I want to remind you of is that trauma is so different for each and every person, whether big or small, it's trauma is what our body perceives as a threat and what has left a lasting impression on our nervous system. And so that's different for every single person. But what I have found over the years as being very, very important is the ability to feel grounded and at home in your body. And I think what a lot of people experience who have gone through hardships, difficult childhoods, um, very challenging experiences in teen years or preteen years or even young adult years or um, abusive situations is that a lot of times we don't feel safe in our body. We don't feel grounded within ourselves, And it creates this out of body, very flailing, um, kind of like a day-to-day panicky experience that if we don't rein in and we don't build the self-awareness around it and do the healing work around it, it really impacts the way that we show up in our life and the results that we ultimately get. So when I started working with my coach, you know, it's funny because I hired her to help me become successful in my relationship marketing company that I was with at the time. So I hired my first coach six years ago. And for anybody who may be listening in and you're brand new, I started therapy when I was like five or six years old. I think I was six. And I went through 17 years of, you know, talking with therapists, counselors, psychologists, even psychiatrists at at one point in college. And um, then I kind of took a year break before the divine intervention and all the amazing things that God does happens. And um, a, an acquaintance friend had recommended that I, you know, meet this coach. 
And I wasn't interested because at the time I had a lot of ego and I was used to doing everything on my own. I felt like if I do things on my own, I can control how it goes. And if I do things on my own and something messes up, then I can't be disappointed in anyone. And so I had this very like superhero complex of I can rescue myself, even though the reality was that I was drowning without a life jacket. (laughs) Or another example would be like the house was burning down behind me and there's people trying to like give me the hose and I'm like, oh no, it's fine. I've got it. I've got it. And I've got like a little squirt gun and I'm like trying to show them with my squirt gun that I can put the fire out and they're like are you sure you don't want help and and my you know brain at that time was like nope nope don't need help I've got it you all can go now nothing to see here and that's kind of how I showed up in my life for a really long time even doing 17 years of therapy so long story short I got a hold of the book you are a badass by Jen Sincero and As I was getting to the end of the book, she mentioned, you know, if there's ever been a time where you've wanted to grow in your life and you feel like you're stuck, it might be time to hire a life coach. And I just kind of found it, quote unquote, odd that just weeks before someone had tried to introduce me to a life coach. And before that, I had never even heard of a life coach, let alone had no idea what they did or why I would need one. And so I thought it was interesting as I read this book and then... Um, probably a few weeks after that, the same person reached out to me and said, Hey, I know you said you weren't interested in meeting my life coach, but she started a free Facebook group. She does a ton of free stuff in there. I think you would really love it. And she works with, you know, relationship marketers and people who want to be successful in it. So I think you'd really like it. So fast forward, um, I ended up hiring my coach. I just loved her. I trusted her. We ended up having a lot of commonalities between like our family and our background and all that good stuff. And so I really trusted her to help me get to the next level. And the hilarious thing was that, you know, of course, naively, I thought I'm going to I'm going to work with her so that I can become a millionaire in relationship marketing. And turns out that coaching kills you like an onion and like I said in some previous episodes it's like opening the locker of feelings that you didn't think you were gonna have to open and really learning how to be safe with yourself and at a level that therapy for me personally did not provide in 17 years. My experience with therapy personally was amazing in that I loved having a therapist hold space for me. I loved being able to word vomit everything in my heart and mind. I loved that every week I knew it was a safe place to say anything and everything that I needed to say. But what I learned for 17 years is that oftentimes I was on the same hamster wheel, repeating the same stories over and over and over again, not any closer to a solution of how to actually feel better because you know the people around me weren't changing and so it was kind of like I'm going to talk about these people who are not changing every single week but if I can't change them how am I ever supposed to feel better and I didn't ever get those solutions or a different way of thinking about it that is what coaching did for me when I hired my coach was it was a whole different way of thinking a whole different you know a whole different world of like oh my gosh I've had way more power this entire time than I ever thought possible just by understanding my brain and emotions and learning how to be grounded in my body 
And, you know, for most of my life, I didn't know how to feel grounded in my body. So (laughs) it's funny because my coach, um, one of her best friends is a coach, but she is in more of a spiritual niche and does a lot of like healing work and energy work. And I love all that stuff. I, you know, am an energy healer. I went to massage school. I'm an occupational therapist by trade, Reiki master, all of that kind of stuff. So I love holistic. I love looking at people as a whole. And um, I love, you know, complementary and alternative medicine and all the things that some people find kind of woo-woo. I love chiropractic care. I love, which is more mainstream now than it was years ago. And I love acupuncture and cupping and, and herbs and just, you know, different different things that can help the body and a lot of which comes from our natural abilities and nature, the way that I believe you know God provided so many amazing resources and we just forget to tap into them so all of that to say I ended up hiring my coach's best friend when I went through kind of my um phase of stripping down everything I thought I was to get to the root of who I truly was you know like like letting myself feel all of the hard things so I hired her and I remember her saying like Macy it's and she goes and I get this so deeply because she said this was me but you're like floating outside of yourself and the reason that you love being future focused and constantly like in your little dream world is because you're not connected to your body because being connected to your body and being grounded in your body would mean that you have to feel your emotions, that you have to address the things you haven't addressed. And that was really hard for me because I was like, well, I've addressed it for 17 years. I've been in therapy for 17 years. Like I talk about it every week for a very long time. And she goes, yeah, but I don't know that you've actually felt it because your brain is always trying to escape it. Like you don't want to be in your body. It's so much easier for you to think of how you're going to feel in the future, what you're going to have in the future, how great things will be in the future versus feeling good right now. And that resonated with me because I realized in that moment, oh yeah, I do run from a lot of my emotions. I buffer, which if you're new here, um, that episode is episode three, Are You Guilty of Buffering? And it's the most popular episode to date um, that I think helps bring a lot of awareness into people's lives. So I was buffering and I didn't like being in my body. Now, I want to tell you why being in your body and being grounded is so very important. And it's because what you learn by being willing to lean into your feelings is so vital to the growth that you're desiring in your life, to the overall result of feeling better, of being able to coexist with people who have maybe felt very challenging in your life or still feel challenging in your life and knowing how to have your own back emotionally. When your body is trying to escape all of those things, we often feel better temporarily because the brain loves seeking pleasure and it loves avoiding pain. And a lot of times the way that we perceive emotion, especially negative emotion, is that it's a bad thing. And that's probably the number one thing that I help my clients understand is that your emotions, negative or positive ones, are never a bad thing. 
It isn't a problem to feel negative emotion. I know that it feels scary. And a lot of times those of us who have had trauma in our life, we're afraid of getting stuck in the dark hole. Like we're afraid of feeling the feelings and not being able to come out of it and entering like this deep, dark depression where we can't get up out of bed every day and we can't get up and do the next thing. And so it can feel very scary to, you know, go back into a state of negative emotion and feel like, oh my gosh, if I go there, I'm not going to be able to get out. But what I really want to offer you that that changed my life. And if you need to do this with a therapist versus a coach, that's totally fine because coaching is more future focused. But what I will say in working with my coach is I learned how to feel any of my emotions, like any and all of them. Because you guys, I wouldn't even allow myself to feel fully happy because if I allowed myself to feel fully happy when I got that little like twinge of excitement or tinge of excitement, it would be like, oh, I feel happy. And then it would be like, don't feel too happy because the other shoe is going to drop. Like shit's going to hit the fan. You better not get too happy. So I would mute my happiness. I would mute my excitement. So the problem was it wasn't just running from negative emotion, which I did very well, by the way, (laughs) or at least I thought I did very well. Um, But I was also hiding from my amazing, great emotions. And so this is what we do a lot of times. We numb ourselves out by buffering and having distractions. So alcohol, shopping online, binging TV, binging food, um, having excessive, you know, sex, like becoming addicted to things, gambling, spending money, um, social media, being on it constantly. Like we, we find these ways to feel better. You know, some people become addicted to drugs and things like that. And so we like, that's our brain seeking pleasure. But a lot of times it seeks that pleasure to avoid the feelings that make your body feel bad. And so as a result of this long term, you start to feel less and less in your body and almost as if you're living this out-of-body experience where you're on autopilot and you're living each day, not really present in the moment, just trying to get through it and trying to survive and trying to come up for air when you can. And, you know, feeling very out of control in your life and not feeling like you have the capacity to change it. Like it comes up a lot for my clients is like, I'm stuck. I feel stuck. I feel, I feel overwhelmed. I feel unhappy. I feel like I'm on autopilot. I'm not getting the results that I want and I don't even know where to begin to start unpacking all of this. And so that's really important. So really important to recognize Because when you start doing this work, all the work that I'm teaching on the podcast, the work that we do in the Equip Society, the work that I do with one-on-one coaching clients, it's getting to a place where you feel safe enough with yourself and your emotions to feel them so that you can go from that floaty experience outside of your body to being in your body and learning how to have your own back, which then allows you to face anything that's coming up in your life and not feeling like it takes you out of control or it takes up all of your energy or all of your mental and emotional space. So this is what is available whenever you're willing to get grounded. Now, if you're asking, well, how do I work on becoming grounded? 
So one, your self-awareness is probably the most important part. Where are you escaping yourself because of something that feels hard to look at, address, feel, talk about, all of that? So the first step is always self-awareness and that's really the whole purpose of this podcast is to build your self-awareness and to help you think of things and see things that maybe you've never caught before. And I think that that's the number one thing that really begins to change people's lives is when their brain sees something it didn't see prior. The second step is being willing to start feeling your emotions and sitting with yourself. And I teach you how to do this in the Are You Guilty of Buffering episode of number three. And I think there's a part two as well, but I don't know what number that is. The third way is to like, and this sounds so silly, but it's so simple. If you live somewhere with grass or really anywhere, anywhere that it's like earth, okay, so dirt, sand, (laughs) me in Vegas, um, or grass if you live somewhere lush or the beach, like go and go barefoot and stick your feet in the ground or the dirt or the dust or whatever it is and take deep breaths and allow yourself to ground. Like put one hand on your chest, one hand on your belly, take deep breaths in and out okay and remind yourself that in this moment you are okay in this moment you're fine in this moment nothing has gone wrong and practice being in your body in the present moment even if it's just breathing and then the fourth way is if you feel like this work is really challenging to do on your own and you feel resistance or scared or you don't even know where to begin and you don't even know how to start unpacking it you can reach out to someone that you trust to help you through it. That might look like a therapist. It may look like hiring a coach. It might even be, if you resonate with my work, reaching out, whether that is the Equip Society or getting on the wait list for one-on-one coaching because that's currently full at this time. Um, But, you know, if I can support you in any way, I'm happy to do this because this is work that absolutely changed the game for me. Um, Being able to not escape myself when I feel stress is huge. Not distract myself when I feel negatively is huge. Like being able to be fully present in the moment and know that I can handle whatever comes my way emotionally and have my own back has been a game changer in my life. And I think that it will for you as well. So I hope you enjoy this episode. Hope you're enjoying bonus week and I'll see you again tomorrow. Bye guys.